you for tuning in to the morning shift where shift happens. The morning shift is officially being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's Gatlin Mortuary, where the owner and operator, licensed funeral director and embalmer is Mr. James K. Gatlin. Again, they're located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in Valdosta, Georgia. For immediate needs, make sure you call area code 229-247-4141. Again, that's area code 229-247-4141. And let us help you plan a memorial service for your loved one. So here we go. Woo, this thing here make you feel something even, in your, even when you don't want to feel it. And I want you to listen to these words in its entirety. And I'm going to let you go. Okay. It says this. May I never forget that even on my best day, I need God as much as I do on my worst day. Good God Almighty. May I never forget that even on my best day, even on my best day, I need God as much as I do on my worst day. Let me say this again, because that thing, it's a constant reminder of how important it is for us to know that we cannot assume that just because we having a good day, we don't need God. That even when things are going good for us, that we don't need Him. May I never forget, never forget, that even on my best day, whew, hallelujah, Jesus, even on my best day, I need him as much as I do on my worst day. We can't ever forget that. None of us should ever forget that. I don't care how blessed you get. I don't care how much money you get. I don't care how many promotions you get. I don't know. I don't care how good of health we walk in. And even on our best day, even on our best day, we need him just as much as we did on our worst day. Whoo, Lord, I need somebody to please, please state this with me. I still need you, Lord. I still need you. I still need you. I don't care how good it gets for me, how balanced I get. I still need him on my best day. Just like I needed him on my worst day. I still need you. I still, I don't even want to act like I don't need you. I don't even want to think like I can make it without you. I don't want to function like I can't do it without you. I still need him on my best day. Like, and I still, listen, and I still depend on him. And I still pray to him. And I still talk to him. And I still depend on him. On my best day, like I did in my worst day, I still cry out to him. That means we have to have some consistency in our relationship. Consistency in our dependency on him. I still need you. I'm not going to get myself together. I'm not going to, you're not going to get me together. You're not going to put the pieces of my life back together.
together. You're not going to bless me. You're not going to pull me up from the bottom. You're not going to snatch me from the pits of hell. You're not going to snatch me from the pit. You're not going to snatch me from the, the hand and the snare and the grasp of death. And then I act like I don't need you. Woo. Then I act like you're just a nobody to me. I still need you on my best day. Come here, somebody. Like I need you on my worst day. I still need you. I still need you. I still need you. I, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this worst day. Because this is where this is where my focus is for this morning. Dealing with our worst day. Oh, my God. Whew. Somebody shout, my worst day. That's what we're going to talk about today. At my worst. At my worst. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. At my worst. I want you to have a moment to where you just lean your head back and close your eyes and just think about the times when you were at your worst. Whew, my goodness. Help me to help me to hang on, Jesus. At my worst worst okay so let's look at luke chapter number six and verse number 36 so we're gonna look at verse number 35 and 36 from the message bible lord have mercy jesus i still need you lord i still need you lord the word says i tell you love your enemies help and give without expecting a return oh my we can just pause and talk for a little bit right through here I tell you, love your enemies. It ain't hard to do when you don't try to find a reason not to. Love your enemies. Help and give without expecting a return. If you're going to help people, you're going to give to people, don't look for anything in return. Because sometimes we get disappointed and discouraged because people's hearts are not like ours. Right? People's hearts are not like ours. You expecting people to love like you love, and it ain't going to happen. You expect people to give like you give, and it's not going to happen. You're expecting people to help like you help, and it's not going to happen. Help and give without expecting a return. The Bible says you'll never, and it says I promise you'll never regret it. I'm looking at the message Bible, y'all. This thing is talking good. You will never regret helping and giving without expecting anything in return. Because you know the Lord is going to reward you and give back to you more than what you gave. That's called seed time and harvest. Your seed is never as big as your harvest. Your seed is never as great as your harvest. So you got to make sure that you help and give without expecting anything in return. Because the Lord is saying, I promise you. Ooh, you'll never regret it. So the next time you give somebody and they don't give anything back, the next time you help somebody when they're in need, but they act, act like you ain't went through nothing or going through nothing when you in need, don't regret giving. Don't regret helping. I need somebody to hear that down in your spirit. Do not regret giving and do not regret helping. Because the Lord said, you will not regret it. 
My good golly, Miss Molly, you will not regret it. I got to give out. It says, live out this God-created identity the way our Father lives towards us, generously and graciously. Even when we're at our worst, you got to live your life generously and graciously. Even when we're at our worst. Our Father is kind, so you be kind. At our worst, the Lord is kind. <laughs> Remember, I will quote, May I never forget that even on my best day, Lord help me, I need God as much as I do on my worst day. Because it says, even on our worst day, He is kind to us. Let's just put this into perspective what worst is. Worst, by definition, is the most unpleasant thing that could happen. By definition now. Worst is the most unpleasant thing that can happen. It is also the most severe thing that can happen. Oh, my God. So even when we are our most unpleasant. Oh, my God. Look at Jesus. Even when we are most unpleasant. God is kind. Put it into perspective, Smith. Even at our most severe, huh, God is still kind to us. Even at our worst, when we're most unpleasant and when we are the most severe, when we're at the way at the end of the spectrum on pleasantry and good, right? Even at our most unpleasant, in our most severe or serious behavior. God is still kind. Some of us, look what it says. It says, live out this God-created identity the way our Father lives towards us generously and graciously. So when people, oh my God. So when people are being their most unpleasant self, and when people's behavior and their conduct is their most serious and most severe. If we're going to have and we're going to live out this God created identity, when people are at their worst, we should still be kind. Lord have mercy. Because why? Because even when we were at our worst, oh my God, he was kind to us. Even when we are at our worst, he don't treat us like we are nobody. I ain't going to get no help this morning. Uh, Listen at me. Even when we were at our worst, he don't treat us like we are nobody. Even when he's we're at our worst, he doesn't ignore us or reject us. Even when we're at our worst, whew, the Lord is kind towards us. Even when we're most unpleasant, when we're most severe, when we're at our worst, he is still gracious towards us. So may I never forget that even on my best day, whew, I need God just as much as I did on my worst day. And so we, if we are carrying if we are carrying, I'm talking good, if we are carrying in our loins, if we are carrying in our spirit, if we have adopted and became a part of, I'm talking good, if we have adopted and became a part
authority, that means when people are treating us or when people are at their worst, we still have to be kind to them. People, I don't care what you face on today or this weekend, how rude they are to you, how unpleasant they are to you, how messy they act, how disrespectful they seem, uh, how uncaring they act. You still have to be kind if you are carrying the God-created identity. If you are living out the God-created identity and you want to be considered Christ-like, if you want to be considered like Jesus, that that means that even when a person, oh my God, is at their worst, that we have to generously and graciously be kind to them. Oh my God. Be kind to people when they're at their worst. I know you done preached to them. I know you done prayed with them. I know you done fussed at them. I know you have argued at them. You done sat them down. You've sent them messages. You've prayed for them. And yet it still seems like they are doing their worst. That they are being unpleasant. That they are being unruly. That they're being disrespectful. Their behavior is severe. That they have these serious, this serious attitude problem and need an adjustment. That God, living out the God-created identity, the way our Father lives towards us, be kind. Yes, Lord. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind to your co-worker. Be kind to your boss. Be kind to that employee who always seems to not have it together. Be kind to them because we got to live out. This God created identity. And so as we want God to be merciful towards us, we got to we have to extend that mercy towards other people. Now I know some people don't appreciate it. I know some people don't acknowledge how you've been kind when they've been at their worst. But remember this, but remember this. I know you're saying, Smith, well, they don't treat me like this. Let me remind you of what we heard in the first part of this verse. I tell you, oh my goodness, love your enemies, help and give without expecting a return, help and give without expecting a return, they not going to pay you back, oh, you're going to deal with some people that's not going to pay you back when they promised they would, but be kind, oh, Lord have mercy, they act like they got a problem with you, when all you do is help, when all you do is go broke, so they can stay focused, and they can stay balanced, and they like can stay on. Be kind. I know that they are unappreciative. I know that they treat you like dirt, but the Bible says help and give without expecting a return. You will not regret it. Be kind. (laughs) Because even at our worst, even at our worst, God is kind. Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. Even at our glory. Even at my worst, he was kind to me. I didn't deserve his kindness, but he gave it to me anyway. 
I didn't deserve his blessings, but he blessed me anyway. Even, whoo, come here somebody. Even while, that's what the Bible says, that even while we were yet sinners. Come here, whoo, come here. Romans chapter number five. I'm going to look at verse six through eight in the message Bible, okay? Christ arrives right on time to make this happen. He did it and doesn't wait for us to get ready. He presented himself for this sacrificial death when we were far too weak and rebellious to do anything to get ourselves ready. And even if we hadn't been so weak, we wouldn't have known what to do anyway. Listen at this. We can understand, my God, we can understand someone dying for a person worth dying for. And we can understand how someone good and noble could aspire, inspire us to selfless sacrifice. But God, I feel like preaching this, but God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatsoever to him. Whew. We were of no use whatsoever to him, yet he was still kind. Whew. Lord have mercy. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have no use in my life. You're not good for anything for me. But he was kind to us. And he was so kind to us that he gave his son for a sacrificial death for somebody that was of no use to him. And just because you don't have to have people in your life because you don't need them, because you're good, because you you doing great, you're doing fine, you, you don't need no help with your bills, you're emotionally stable, your marriage is good, your children are doing good, just because I'm of no use to you don't mean that you should be able or feel free to treat me and act towards me and do me in a kind of way. That's not, whoo, that's not how God did us. And so if we're functioning and acting and living out this God created identity and how he generously and graciously did for us and do for us when we're at our worst, we have to be kind to one another. Be kind to one another. Stop having an attitude with everybody because they're not in your circle. Stop creating fallacies about people. Be kind. That's what the Bible says. Even at our worst, whoo, he generously and graciously gives to us and does for us. So even, even in my closing for the weekend, beautiful people, I want to remind you, be kind. Be kind. Be kind.
I gotta make it personal. May I never forget that even on my best day, I need God as much as I do on my worst day. Cause just cause you don't need somebody today, don't mean you won't need them tomorrow. And like the old people used to say back in the day, mind how you treat people. I'm talking about even at their worst, mind how you treat people. Cause you might need their help one day. At my worst, be kind. At their worst, be kind. I promise you will never regret it. It's the weekend, baby. I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl this week. Be kind. Until next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Peace. I'm out.